Welcome to the Like a Bigfoot podcast. This is episode number 161. I'm your host, Chris Ward, and this week we're talking with Jackie Hunt Brosma, uh, a North Carolina ultra runner, trail runner um, with a really unique and inspiring story. Um, in 2001, she discovered a tumor on her foot. Uh, unfortunately, it was cancerous. And a week later, she had her leg amputated. Um, flash forward 15 or so years, and uh, she decided she wanted to become a runner. Um, and not only a runner, but she wanted to run trails. And I've, I mean, I used to live down by North Carolina. Um, and I know the trails there and the trails there are not easy, uh, for anybody. They're rooty, they're rocky. Um, let alone someone learning how to run on, uh, on a blade, um, going down there. Um, but Jackie's tenacious and resilient and really was passionate about it. And I got to tell you, I've, I've watched a couple videos from her Instagram of her running down these rocky, rooty trails. She is awesome going down there. She's learned. Um, and that's really what this story is about. She's kind of out there paving the way for other amputees who might want to get involved with trail running, um, who have to not only probably battle their own self-doubt through this learning process, but also kind of battle people telling them that they can't or they shouldn't or you know they might hurt themselves or things like that and jackie's out there saying we should like why not right we can so why not uh which i think super cool um incredibly inspiring uh jackie also just finished her first stage race uh the trans rockies run um which is a six-day stage race that uh travels kind of from Buena Vista, Colorado, all over uh, through the Rocky Mountains, kind of in the middle of the state. Um, sounds like a cool race. You know me. I love stage races. So I just really wanted to nerd out about Trans Rockies while also kind of like hearing Jackie's story uh, in there. So uh, hope you guys enjoy. This was an awesome episode. Jackie, thank you so much for for coming on if you want to follow her adventures uh you can find her at nc runner jackie on instagram and i would highly suggest that uh but yeah let's dive right into it uh thank you guys for listening feel free to go back and check out all of our other episodes and let's get into episode number 161 with jackie hunt brosma All right, well, Jackie, welcome to the show. Um, I guess Thank I want to I want to start with this. So you're in North Carolina. Um, I am. That's correct. Yeah, and I wanted to make a case for North Carolina being in like the top five prettiest states. What do you think about that? Oh, I think that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it is gorgeous. Yeah, I mean, I've only been well. I've been in North Carolina because obviously I'm not originally from North Carolina. If you picked that up from my accent, I did. So. Yeah, I totally did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we've been. <laughs> We've been, well, we've been in North Carolina like three and a half years. Yeah, October, October, well, actually four years already. Um, and yeah, it's 
it's beautiful out here. We love it. Um, I mean, there's, there's beautiful trails. Um, yeah, just really fortunate to be able to do some trail running out here and things like that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really gorgeous. That's cool. So did uh, your trail running like kind of correspond with you moving there or were you doing it before? I wasn't actually doing any running. Um, I started my running actually in North Carolina because um, I've been running. I started back end of 2016. So I've been running just over three years. Okay. Um, yeah. So I kind of started here when we moved here. Nice. Uh, kind of when my, <laughs> my run journey started. Th- yeah. That's so but, awesome. Yeah, I've been lucky. Yeah. 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 What was your first trail there? I I used to live in Danville, Virginia, so I'm like kind of familiar with the area. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, because I mean, I've got Amstead is like 20 minutes from my house, um, oh. so I kind of tend to be out on Amstead a lot. Um, but I do do the single track trails like Loblolly, and yeah, so I kind of go off the beaten track. I don't do the main bridleways and things like that. So yeah. I just I tend to yeah go yeah, out. Cool. And, uh, on the sides and stuff so nice. it's quite yeah it's it's a nice nice adventure yeah for sure do you ever go to you know river state park um i've been there with i mean we've we've been there for a hike i haven't actually gone there out there out there for a run but it's kind of i need to i need to get out there um it's yeah it's just been a crazy kind of few years so it's just been a little bit busy so yeah, yeah that's definitely on my i've um i've done you worry i don't know have you done you worry i haven't no but i've heard of that one yeah, I've done you worry. Um, it's an insane trail, <laughs> especially when you do it on a blade. It's like, yeah, I thought, yeah, how hard can trail running be? And so, like, tra- well, how hard can a trail be? Because everyone's like, you worry is like one of the toughest around this area. And I'm like, yeah, how hard can that be, right? <laughs> I tried it, and I was like, oh my goodness, what was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> well, so I guess mentioning the blade, um, can you kind of like dive yeah. into your story a little bit? And then I definitely okay. want to get into your recent uh, stage race uh, at Trans Rockies. Yeah. That's correct, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, um, I mean, um, I've been an amputee for a long time. Um, I lost, just to give you a bit of back, I lost my leg to cancer um, in 2001. Um, I was never a runner, never wanted to do running. Um, I kind of was the the kid in the school that would kind of hide in the bathrooms if we had to actually do any track work because I hated running. Um, <laughs> but fast forward a few years ago, my husband, my husband's not a runner, so he kind of he's always out and things like that. So I, I kind of started researching it, and I'm like, maybe let me give it a try and see. But obviously, um, being an amputee, it's not that easy. You can't just put on a pair of running shoes and go out and run because the prosthetics you walk on aren't designed for running, so it's really, really hard. Um, so I kind of had to go through the long, lengthy process of kind of trying to find a prosthetic I can run in. Um, and so when we moved to North Carolina, I found someone that could actually design or make me a running leg. So I thought, yeah, let me, let me give it a try. But I had to be sure I wanted to do it because they're not cheap. Um, and so it's not a decision you kind of take lightly, kind of like, yeah, well, I can't exactly just go out and run. And then decide, no, I don't want to do it anymore after, um, yeah, spending all this money on a very expensive piece of kit. Um, but luckily, I fell in love with it. And then kind of, it's kind of history. I mean, I started, yeah, so I did my first, I signed, originally, I signed up for a 5K. I did my, yeah, I did a 5K in September of 2016 with my new blade. I was actually on a test socket. So I did it and it went really well. 
And then I signed up for a, originally signed up for a 10K in December of 2016, but the day before the registration, um, well, the day, the day of the packet pickup, I changed my mind and thought, I'll try the half marathon. Um, That's <laughs> awesome. Trained, yeah, I hadn't trained for a half marathon. I was like, oh, well, you know, 10K, half marathon, how hard can that be, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's, so, the, yeah. that's the mindset <laughs> of an ultra marathoner, like, in training. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like, oh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, did it, loved it, and, yeah, and it's kind of, I've kind of approached all my racing like that. I just kind of just gradually gone up in distance and just tested the waters and, like, yeah, let's just see what happens and see how I do. And that's kind of how I've ended up doing the 50 milers, how I've ended up at the stage race and just, yeah, just testing, testing boundaries and seeing, seeing what I can do. Yeah. Well, so when you made that initial decision where you're like, I want running to be a part of my life. And like you said, you mm -hmm. had to make kind of a, a bigger commitment than most people just money wise. Um, yeah. what, what led you to that decision? Um, I just, I just wanted to, I, I just wanted to do more. Um, and being an amputee, I thought with the running, I could, I could, I could inspire others. And I just like, it's something that not a lot of amputees do. And I thought, why not? Let me try and see what happens. Let me, let me give it a try, do the best I can. And yeah. And yeah. And just basically see what happens. Cause I just felt like I needed to do more with my life. Just, um, I, whether it was more of an adventure and just like just push my body a lot more and that's kind of how the whole run journey started and I'm so grateful I've actually gone down this route because it's yeah it's definitely changed my life um and it's it's been amazing um just all the experiences meeting all the people um it's just it's just been so much fun yeah yeah definitely what was the uh I mean I gotta imagine Cause I know for me, just when I started running, there's like a completely yeah. different mental transformation that goes on, especially like you mm -hmm. said, as you're like trying more and trying more distance and doing harder races. Um, what was, uh -huh. what was that, uh, mental transformation like for you? Um, if I'm honest, it was challenging in the beginning. Um, it's just, yeah, just going from like doing only five Ks and then kind of pushing it up to being able to run a 50 miler it's you kind of you kind of have to like push yourself a lot more you kind of have to there's there's a bit of a mind game going on and I think all runners go through it it's like not to give up and not to quit and just keep going and keep going because you know the end the end result and it's keeping and especially when you're ultra when you're when you're training for an ultra it is it's long days out on the trails. It's constant all the time. It's back-to-back -back runs. You're tired. You're like, and it's keeping in mind the bigger picture always. I always have to keep, I always have to keep in the bigger mind. When, when I have a bad day, it's like, okay, just keep the, the bigger picture in mind. It's what you're training for. And you just keep going and you learn to kind of push through it. And you just, yeah, you just learn to keep going, I guess. That's, yeah. Part yeah. of the whole yeah, process. Yeah, yeah. Well, so was there, I mean, first of all, how much of a, like, getting used to it was, was it to, like, be running on a blade? Like, how, how big of a process was that? And, like, how quickly, I guess, did you kind of take to that? It's been, um, I mean, 
so so like it's weird because I went I went to when I first started running it seemed like the process was quite easy kind of like I picked it up really quickly with like the shorter distances and and it felt great because I was like everything was an improvement because I'd never run before so I felt like I was setting all these PRs and it was yeah. like the process seemed to be going quite quickly but as I was picking up the distances there were like a lot more obstacles like I started getting issues with my stump because my stump kind of wasn't used to that amount of pounding and so I started getting just like lots of friction on the stump and then my stump changed so my socket started not fitting properly because of the distance that I was so it's kind of it's a bit more complicated when you're kind of running as an amputee because your body your body kind of tries to adjust to the miles you're doing but you the prosthetic doesn't keep up and it's just it's it it gets really complicated um so in the process of training for the 50 miler i kind of had to get a new socket designed but then it's a long process trying to get a new socket designed because it always does it doesn't always fit correctly so you kind of you're going while you're trying to train you're having to go to and fro to kind of get a new socket designed and fitted correctly so you're having to during your training go for training miles on a a new possibly a new new socket so you kind of you're kind of just switching between different prosthetic legs and yeah (laughs) yeah it it gets quite complicated and it's been it's been a long process it's just because there aren't a lot of amputees doing this kind of distance and there's definitely not, especially female amputees running trails, there are not very many of us. So it, there's not a lot of research behind it. So I've kind of had to learn as I go and um, the guys that I work with, the prosthesis that are designing my legs, they've had to learn as I go because they haven't done it before. So it's kind of, everything's a little bit new to everyone and it's like, yeah, but that didn't really work for the distance I'm doing or, or and testing different blades because you get so many different blades, but all the blades are designed for road. So once you go onto trail, it just changes dy- dynamics and then you get into issues where you don't have grip on the trails because the tread is designed for road running. So it's basically me going in a pair of road shoes running Uwari yeah. um, on road shoes that, yeah, it just you just don't have the traction at all. Um, yeah. So you're sliding all over the place. So it's been a long. So I've my my first blade I started with actually um, we designed some um, we took some old trail shoes and totally like um, made some new tread for my my blade. That's totally customized, and that really helped because that that was like gave me some hardcore traction and things. So it's kind of working through all these processes and like just making tweets as so it's it's good and frustrating at the same time <laughs> yeah and exciting because it's it's opening a way to other amputees to kind of get out of the trails and things like that so i'm hoping like my struggles to try and get a blade that will work will work for me will work for other amputees so it's kind of still yeah i'm kind of learning as i go along yeah well that's really cool you i mean you're definitely paving the way and has has anyone reached out to you and there has anyone been like hey like i'm i'm an amputee as well and um i i want to get into running but i need some advice like has that happened yet? yeah i i get i get that a lot on my instagram account um and yeah i get which which is great because that's part of the reason why i set up the whole social media thing is so i can help others to kind of 
get out there. Um, and yeah, I get lots of questions about what type of thread are you using on your blade? And yeah, what blade? And, and it's just like questions like that. How, yeah, because I really want to try trails, but I'm too scared because I might fall or yeah, my blade just won't my blade just doesn't have the traction on the on the and I'm not sure how you do it and things like that so just explaining and getting people just to get out there really yeah that's so cool and <laughs> I gotta imagine when you go into your uh to to the people that are designing it for you and you're like you know this isn't really working for the the distance I'm doing and they're like how far what's the distance you're doing you're like ah oh, like 50 <laughs> miles and and a you know 100 mile stage race and they're like what uh, <laughs> yes yeah, I know they just they just don't understand it, and it's like, um, yeah. And then I'm I'm I've the, the the new blade I've got now. I'm on the second. I'm on the. I'm going on to the second tread for this blade. And when I when I originally got it, the 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 company said, yes, this this is the best tread you can ever have, and we guarantee you'll never go through it. You'll have it for as long as you run. So I'm like, yeah, but you haven't, you don't know the miles I do. You don't know me yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> within two, within two months, I'm on my second, <laughs> second tread, and they were like, all right, you've set a new record. This is the first time we've ever had to take the tread on the blade, and it's like, we designed, we designed the blade to run with, but we don't expect an amputee to run the distance that you do. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. That's... <laughs> so yeah. It's, that's crazy. It's been uh, fun. It's <laughs> yeah. fun. It's fun just to prove people wrong and just to kind of push boundaries. And oh yeah, yeah. so it's it's been good. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, before we get into uh, before we get into the stage race, um, uh-huh. just kind of like okay, so for I saw a video on your Instagram the other day, and it was you running yeah. down like the classic East Coast trail where there's roots and giant jagged uh-huh. rocks everywhere. And I was like, North Carolina. Yeah, trail, exa- yeah. I know it brought me back. I was like, Oh, cause I'm not, I'm out in Colorado now. So it kind of like brought me back. I'm like, Oh, I miss oh, those yeah. trails. But then I also thought to myself, I'm like, dang, she is like going down that trail faster than I have ever gone down a Rudy and Rocky trail before. It was nuts. It's, it's taken me a lot of practice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Was there any, I mean, I, every, like, that's the thing with trail running is everybody's trips and falls and stuff like that. So, um, was anyone kind of like doubtful that you were going to be able to do this? Like doubtful, like, Hey, maybe you shouldn't go on the trail. You might get injured, blah, blah, blah. Oh, all the time. Um, Uh, when I first went onto this trail journey, I was told so many times don't do it. Um, that I was, I was even told, I was advised that as an amputee, you should rather go into triathlon because it's safer. Um, you should stay off the trails because you're going to fall and you might break something. Or, and it was, I got, I got so tired of everyone saying, yeah, but you might fall. And I'm like, yes, I might fall, but that's not because I'm an amputee. It's yeah. because trail running is hard. This trail running, every, falls. yeah, it's, everybody falls in trail running. Come on, it. yeah, yeah. And then, and then, and then. Thing is, then I have fallen, and then everyone's like, "Oh, that's because you're an amputee." See, we told you, and I'm like, "No, it's not. It's because it is a hard trail, and that's why I post those videos I do because I'm like, I'm not running just on normal average trails. The trails here are rooty, rocky. It's everything thrown at you, and they're hard. Yeah. So any normal person would fall on those trails. 
So, yeah, it's it's been fun, though, challenging the doubters and just saying, well, no, you can do it if you if you it, it, it just takes practice. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think actually my favorite thing about trail running, because I, I even last week I was describing it to some people and how it's my hobby and how it's my relaxation and they just kind of look at you like, wait, what, why, how is that relaxing? (laughs) And I'm like, listen, you know, it's my break from, from having things to do, but also it's, it's the whole idea of it. Trail running forces you to be in the present moment because you have to be concentrating on where your feet are landing, you know, otherwise, otherwise you will trip, you know? Exactly. Exactly. I had, I had a nasty fall in uh, Trans Rockies. And that was purely, it was nothing to do with the trail. It was because I was talking to the, the, one of the trail runners in front of me and she'd just gone, she'd kind of just made, she just turned, there was like a, um, a switchback and she kind of went down and I was chatting away to her and obviously I'd taken my eyes off the trail and I went down and I was like, it had nothing to do with, it was just purely because I wasn't concentrating. I wasn't looking where I was going. So yeah. (laughs) And yeah, and it's, it is, it, it, I think it just, it, it, it just, yeah, it's just so different. It's hard to explain, especially to someone that runs roads a lot of the times to go onto the trails and they're like, yeah, but I, it, it's hard. It's not relaxing. It's, yeah, you just have to concentrate all the time. I'm like, yeah, but that, that's what's great about it. It's, yeah. yeah, it's challenging, but it's, yeah, fun at the same time. Yeah, I've had moments where as soon as I start worrying about something from like real life, you yeah. know, <laughs> yeah, I I trip on like the tiniest little rock and face plant, and I'm like, oh, there's there's uh, life teaching me. Yeah, but I'm like, there's there's is teaching me not to worry. It's teaching me just to be yeah, focused, exactly. you know. Yeah, so, just to be focused. Yeah, yeah, that's that's cool. So yeah, I gotta I I wanted to ask you about um, Trans Rockies because well, yeah. many reasons, but one, I'm like stage races that format is my absolute favorite uh style of race um okay of all time and that's one of the races that are that's out here in colorado and that's correct yeah yeah, and so i kind of just want to geek out about stage racing really quick um so i looked up a little bit of trans rockies and so correct me if i'm wrong about any of this stuff but um it's over six days it's about 20 ish miles each day and that's correct yeah yeah probably the greatest uh factor in it is the high elevation because it says on their website it says 66 percent of the race is above 9,000 feet which sounds pretty brutal (laughs) yeah especially when you come from Kerry um yeah (laughs) it's like and starting because we start day day one started Buena Vista which is 8,000 I think yeah Buena Vista is about 8,000 feet um and then you climb um yeah it was it was interesting (laughs) but yeah i mean yeah i i i've fallen in love with stage races this was the first one i've done um ever um and yeah it was so it was just so much fun yeah so what was it i mean can you kind of just describe the like the experience in whole like um what was it about the stage race that you enjoyed or that challenged you or, or what? Um, well, firstly, I'd never run at altitude, so I wasn't sure how my body would react to things. So that was for the first, the first major challenge. Um, and you kind of, you kind of weirdly, your body kind of adjusts, you kind of adapt, um, you slow down and things. So I was, I was quite impressed how my body could actually deal with it. 
Um, but what I loved about the stage race that each stage was totally different. The views were different. The terrain was different. So, because I was a bit worried that you kind of you'd be going out on the trails, and every day the the the, the trail would be the same. So you kind of get the same kind of views. You so you might get a little bit bored with it. But absolutely every single stage was different. It was just beautiful. It was breathtaking. Um, and it was so well organized. Um, they had every, it was, yeah, it was kind of glamping a little bit too, yeah. because <laughs> you'd go, <laughs> because they, they, the, the crew basically, I mean, they all pack your tent up and then they move it to the next, um, where, where you're coming for the night. So you kind of, you, all you have to worry about is your running, um, and all the um, everything's well stocked. Um, it, it just it just flows really really well. Um, the and I the other the other worry I had was that I might because my navigation sucks. Even though I'm a trail runner, I'm terrible at navigating. Yeah. Um, I tend to get I, I tend to get a little bit lost and things. It's hilarious. Um, and so I was worried that I would kind of get a little bit lost on the trails I was like oh my goodness how am I going to find my way and things but it was so you knew exactly where you if if you were if you were really going to get lost that just means you were really not paying attention um, because it was yeah there's just no way you could get lost yeah. Um, but yeah and it's just and then it's kind of getting back to the camp and chatting to everyone else and it's it's just it's just one it's just it's such a great atmosphere and it's and, and I think that's also what, what, what I love about trail running as the people. Um, you, you're just out on the trails and you're actually, because you're, you're, you're kind of, it's, it's a bit, I mean, trail running is a bit of a more of a, well, on my level, it's a bit more of a slower pace running for me because I'm, I'm not, I mean, I'm not, I can't run at the same pace as I run on road. Um, and which kind of makes it nice because you're, you, you kind of have the time to chat to everyone and like have a bit of a talk. Okay. Obviously you have to concentrate on the trail and not talk too much as what I do. And then you wipe out, but, (laughs) (laughs) um, it's just, yeah, it's just, it's just great. It's great fun. And yeah, the whole, the whole experience was amazing. Um, and yeah, I'd love to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. What, how many people, so I know it's like a really big one. Uh, especially for the United uh, yeah, States. Yeah, it is a big one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a big one. I can't remember what the total numbers are because they do have a limit, but I can't remember. They they had the figure somewhere. Um, I just can't remember what it was. It's like it hundreds, kind of right? Like hundreds of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. I think it's over. I think for some reason I thought it was about 150 even. Wow. Um, yeah, it is a big race, but. It's not conge- It's not. You don't feel like there's so many people out on the trails. If you know what I mean. It's, yeah. It's very spaced out. It's not very. It's you don't feel kind of like all congested and you can't get on the trails and things like that. It's not like that at all. It's everyone. And I think it's probably obviously because everyone. You have your front elite runners um, who are obviously competing, and then you have the back runners. That's kind of where I normally hang out. Is at the back, where the the, the party is. Um, <laughs> and then you kind of just, yeah, everyone's kind of at their own pace and stuff. So I think it's just, it kind of helps because everyone kind of, everyone spreads out. So yeah, yeah. it's just a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, I, I, their, their website advertises it as um, like summer camp for adults. Like, it can you kind of, can yeah. you go into that a little bit? <laughs> it is. It's just because it, I think it's, yeah, because we're all, um, luxuriously camping because there's I mean the 
the food's amazing and everything's just well organized and and yeah there's a big party because every after every stage you kind of come back to camp there's beer there's lots of food everyone hangs out um yeah so it's yeah you you're just and then obviously you need to remember you need to run the next day so <laughs> it's yeah it's it's a big party but you have to work for it so yeah it's it, yeah it is it's it's a lot of fun um put it that way um, yeah yeah, that's cool. I think for yeah. me, the part about stage races, obviously the race itself is really cool, but yeah. it is the whole going back to camp and hanging out and really just, yeah. I don't know, like you you said you have two kids, so you understand this, like life gets super busy and you can be exactly. working nonstop and doing things nonstop. Yeah. And then to just kind of as an adult to allow yourself to have six days where you're able just to kind of hang out and not have those worries yeah. is Exactly. is really cool and really relaxing and it's and it's and it's great because the the trans rockies there were people from all over i mean i've i spoke to people from uh, denmark from germany it was kind of it was it was great because it was just such a bunch of yeah interesting people and everyone everyone was there just for the trail and everyone was there for their love for trail running um, and so we kind of had that all in common and things like that. But it was it was fascinating talking to everyone, and yeah, and yeah, that's kind of what I yeah it it makes it really nice. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever have like I, I guess let's start here. Did you have a favorite day, like uh, one certain area you were running in that you really enjoyed? Um, the I I'm, I think my favorite day was stage two, which was also my most challenging day um because it was but the view was actually breathtaking because you go up you go up hope hope pass oh yeah the level um, the level 100 yeah the level yeah. yeah the level 100 course and obviously me wanting to do level um i was like this is just absolutely amazing yeah but i got to the top and it was just absolutely breathtaking but then obviously the way down i face planted at mile eight or something oh, no. so i was like yeah this is great <laughs> um so it was it was the, the yeah it was the most favorite book day i remember um and yeah because it was one of the most challenging but i i figured i it was the most beautiful day yeah yeah what about did was there any moment that like really pushed you um yeah probably when i fell really pushed me because i kind of had to get up suck it up and get to the yeah. finish line um yeah. and yeah it was just one of those moments where you think yeah okay this is gonna be fun um and then i think i was a little bit worried because i'd i'd fallen quite hard um and that night i was so stiff i was like i could i could hardly walk i'm like yeah i'm not oh, sure no. if i'm gonna have to start stage three because i was in so much agony and then but weirdly and this is how amazing your body can be is the next morning i woke up and i felt absolutely fine wow. i was like okay this is bizarre this is totally bizarre because <laughs> i fell really hard <laughs> i like banged my knee my my hip everything i literally I, i've got no idea how i fell i just was totally flat out on the on the on the trail um and yeah and i got up the next morning and i was like okay i'm going to the start line i'm fine yeah. I, I can do this and i was like <laughs> yeah this is great this is weird yeah that's cool so <laughs> but, i, I yeah. so if people are out there like i don't know i've had people tell me like 
because you know i now now that i've done a couple stage races i'm like so to such a proponent of it i'm like oh you got to do it like it's life-changing it's so awesome (laughs) um and then but i guess the most common response is like oh i just don't have time to train well i guess also just taking the six days like i understand that you know it's a long it's a long time it is yeah it is you're you're taking a week of vacation basically um so i get that but like training wise i mean what what did it was it completely time consuming to train for this thing or is it doable it's doable it's definitely doable i mean i did a lot of back-to-back runs so i would like run i would go friday saturday and sunday so i kind of worked it into my weekends so it didn't kind of eat into my week and things like that so it just depends on your time wise you can kind of work around it yes it's time consuming but so is training for a marathon yeah it's kind of yeah you just with with doing a stage race you just have to do a lot more back-to-back runs which is a lot of people find quite challenging um, just because you need to get used to it. Um, yeah, getting up every day and then keep going, keep going, keep going because you get hired and yeah. Um, so, but I I came from training for a 50 miler. So maybe for me, it's easy to say, yeah, it wasn't very different to me training for a 50 miler. Oh, that it was makes very sense. Back, yeah, so it was much back to back. So I kind of, someone coming from, possibly from running marathons might find it a bit more challenging because you're going to have to up your miles a little bit more to be able to compensate for all the miles you're going to be running for those six days. But personally, I kind of just adapted and kind of went to the flow and I kind of, so it wouldn't eat into my day. We'd either, I'd either run really, really early in the morning or especially in North Carolina, it's either really early in the morning or really late at night yes. to kind of avoid oh. <laughs> the heat. Yeah. So, yeah, so you kind of have to, you just, I, I guess, uh, yeah, you just adapt. And, it, yes, it does get hard. I mean, training for anything gets hard at some point, but you kind of just push through and, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's the experience. It's just fantastic. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, one thing I would say is I found running a stage race harder than running a 50 miler without just a normal ultra run uh, ultra marathon just purely because it's like weird because you you run your I, I don't know if you found that but you you run you run it your day and then you kind of even though your miles are broken up and you're shorter each day but you kind of come back you, your body just starts recovering and then you have to get up and go again yeah whereas with a when <laughs> when you're running a 50 miler your body doesn't have time to kind of go into recovery mode. So you'll just keep going and keep going and keep going. And then you kind of recover when you finish the whole thing. But with a stage race, you kind of, yeah, you're kind of stopping and then your body, has, your muscles get a little bit tight and things. And then you have to kind of get yourself to go again. So it's like, oh, this is a bit, yeah, it's a little bit harder, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because you're kind of like, it's almost a mental game. You're like, oh, I'm done for the it day. Is. For the day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That. Yeah. yeah that's cool yeah, but yeah. it's yeah it's just so much fun it's yeah it's just fun it's 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 a great experience and and the thing is everyone's there in a struggle so and what's great what what is really good about trail running is everyone it's a community because everyone's out there to help help each other and things like that it's not um yeah you get you get your front runners who's out there to win but everyone else is there just fighting their own battles just getting to the finish line. They're all running their own races and stuff. And when, I mean, on day, I think it was a day three, yeah, stage three, there were a few, a few different 
runners that were really struggling. There was one lady that had totally, um, she hadn't hydrated properly, so she was struggling. And a few of us all stopped, helped, and then kind of got her to the next aid station. Yeah, and I love everyone that. Everyone knew about so it's, and that's what I love about trail running. It's yeah. like, um, everyone's there to help. So if you see someone struggling, you're going to stop and say, yeah, can I help you? What, what's going on and stuff? And it's not, it's not about what time you're going to cross that finish line anymore. It's about just getting to the finish line and making sure everyone else does. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's just, yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly what I love about it. Yeah. You're not stopped like looking at your watch, seeing your pace and be like, Oh man, we can't stop and help a person. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You're on your own. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, Sorry. I got to keep my seven minute mile. No, no worries. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's cool. So I guess uh, to kind of wrap up here and let you uh, okay. save your husband because you said he's and yes, <laughs> he's watching your kids at the pool right now. Um, I know, bless him. <laughs> uh, when like, did you? Is there was there a change from you going into this race to six days later? coming out of the race like did you have any mental shift because i know for me and and i'm a teacher too and we just started talking about paradigm okay. shift this week in one of my classes yeah. um oh, okay. it shifted my paradigm because i was like i had no idea i could accomplish that you know i had no idea i, I could know. survive and thrive and do all that yeah. stuff yeah yeah that's that's the thing because it it i'm 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 surprising myself all the time because it's like you finish that and you're like wait a minute, I actually just did that? Really? Yeah. Um, and it's just, it, it's amazing what you can do if you kind of put your mind to it and you just kind of just push through. Um, because well, for me especially, because every everyone's always telling me, oh no, you shouldn't be doing that. Or why would you do that? Because even running on a blade, are you crazy? It, there's no way you'd finish this. Right. And I actually had people that commented when I finished Trans Rockies and said, I didn't actually think you'd finish it. Oh my god! I'm like, really? <laughs> I'm like, thanks. <laughs> thank you? Question mark? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'm not sure to take that as an insult or a compliment. I'm like, which way? Which way am I going to take this? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's it is. It's just you know. It's funny because people are out there thinking that ultra runners are looking for their limits, and maybe we are, but I, I don't know. I just think you you adapt to the distance, and I, you don't necessarily you find do. your limit, your ultimate limit. You know. No, that's the thing, and I think so, some some of us might never do, might never. I don't know. Yeah. You just, it, you just yeah. It's just it's hard to explain to someone that hasn't ever done this kind of because i'm trying to convince everyone to go into ultra running i'm like you've got to try it yeah it is the best thing you'll ever do you've got to try it and everyone's like what really yeah you've got to run what <laughs> i'm like yeah come on give it a try that's so, yeah. yeah that's awesome well jackie thank you so much for coming on the show um oh thanks for having me i really appreciated it and like i said i wanted to nerd out uh, about north carolina a little bit at the beginning so thank you for allowing me to do that yeah you're, you're welcome yeah we love north, <laughs> north carolina <laughs> awesome well we'll get we'll uh get, oh i guess where can people kind of follow your story um i'll link a bunch of stuff to the show notes but um, okay. Just in case okay, people cool. are interested. Um, I mean, social media is probably the best. I'm on um, Instagram. Um, is kind of where I use most. I post to Facebook every now and then. You can probably find me on Facebook too. Okay. Um, well, not probably. You can. I am on Facebook. I don't <laughs> use it as much as I do my Instagram account. Um, and I'm also I'm on Twitter. Um, MC Runner Jackie. Um, yeah. 
Instagram is kind of where I post everything. Really. Awesome. Yeah. And I, um, I it's super yeah. inspiring. Like I like seeing your posts and there's some really Thank cool you. ones from, uh, <laughs> from the, uh, trans Rockies, like sliding, yeah. sliding yeah, down some, some snow really... and yeah. <laughs> there's a lovely adventures of running mountains. It's great. So, I love Colorado. It's done. It. It's, Colorado is beautiful. It was the first time I'd ever been to Colorado. So oh, I was wow. like, wow. Yeah, yeah, it was breathtaking. It's, it was amazing. You're lucky it, to live there. Ah, uh, thank you. Yeah, it's pretty mind blowing. Well, we were talking about Leadville, and I was like, we were just in Leadville yesterday. I know. With I my know. kids, it's so cool. So awesome. Well, yeah, Jackie, thank cool. you, thank you for coming on the show, and uh, and yeah, thanks we, very we, much for having me. Yeah, we'd love to talk to you again at some point. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, sounds good. Bye. All right, guys, that wraps up this week's show. Uh, Jackie, thank you so much for coming on, chatting with me for a little bit. Um, really enjoyed just kind of geeking out about uh, stage racing with you. Um, and I also got to say, like, I, I really respect what you're doing with the whole paving the way um, for other amputees to trail run because I know what I've discovered from trail running. Uh, if you're out there listening and you're a trail runner, you probably are thinking right now, like what you've discovered about yourself, about life, about the world through this great sport. And to kind of like unlock this for people who have been told that they, they can't, uh, is incredible. And I think that is so inspiring and it just puts a smile on my face to know that there are people out there like Jackie um, and Jackie's out there uh, laying the groundwork for people because just getting out into the wilderness, wherever that is, whether that's in North Carolina, uh, in some of the places we talked about, <laughs> um, which is an amazing place, or whether that's out here in Colorado or whether, you know, I'm from Iowa originally, and I know we have some amazing trails there as well. Um, so whether, wherever it is, you guys get to go out and you get to explore your environment. And through that exploration and through pushing yourself to your limits, and you know what, through falling down sometimes and landing on your face, uh, which all of us trail runners do, by doing that, you learn how tough you are. You learn how beautiful the world is. Um, you you teach yourself gratitude. You teach yourself how to persevere through hard times. And you know what? You teach yourself that hard times end, and you can, <laughs> good good times come back. You know, like the, the cycle of life. The you know. So when Jackie was telling me her story and she mentioned that there were people out there telling her that she can't or she shouldn't, or she never will, uh, as it applies to trail running. Um, it kind of upsets me a bit. Can, can we just make an agreement right now as a, <laughs> a society of people? And can we just agree to stop telling people what they can or can't do? Um, as it pertains to their own, self-improvement um because i when she was telling me that i was just trying to put myself in someone else's shoes and i i could never in a million years look someone in the face and be like oh you will never be able to dot 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 fill in the blank um and i, I could never go on social media and post under someone's picture and say hey you probably shouldn't trail run because you might fall down 
that's silly why why would anyone do that it doesn't make sense these are the people in the world that i I like to call the why people where whatever you decide to do, you could be like, Hey, I'm going to, you know, decide to go to this yoga class. And they'd be like, why, why would you do that? Or you could be like, Hey, I'm going to try to start this like nonprofit thing that raises money for, for people. Why would you do that? Why would you spend your time doing that? Um, or you could be like Jackie and say, Hey, um, I know I have a blade and I know that these aren't normally taken on trails, but I'm going to try it. I might, you know, try to, you know, figure out how to take them on trails. And for someone to like look at her in that situation and just be like, why would you do that? <laughs> it makes no sense. Like, what does it matter? You know, um, I always try to tell people, be why not people support people campaign for them be on their side and be like, whatever you need to figure this out, like I am there for you and I will help you along the way. And yeah, there might be some obstacles. Like you might fall down on the trail. Uh, you might trip over a route every now and then. And that's okay because that's part of the learning process, right? Um, it just blows my mind that there are people out there who tell others that they can't. Um, and they're completely unsupported in in that sense. Um, it's it's honestly mind blowing because wouldn't you rather just uh, follow someone's story and see them completely overcome the obstacles and push through and maybe have hard times, but they are resilient and they battle through and now they're they figured it out. You know, they have that eureka moment where they figure figure out how to do something, wouldn't you much rather be a part of supporting that story than be the people Jackie talked about here? Like I'm imagining someone listening to this podcast and in their mind being like, oh my God, I was the person who said she shouldn't. <laughs> um, and that's, it's a tough look, man. <laughs> if you're the person who says, who says that, um, someone shouldn't or someone can't or someone never will tough look for you um you know so i guess like i know for me this has brought this to my attention and i hope it's brought it to yours let's all be the people who are out there supporting other people um let's let's support other people's goals other people's dreams other people's visions because why not why wouldn't you support some, someone else's vision if someone wants to go out and try to push themselves and discover um just how tough they are why not support that um so i guess that's what i'm kind of leaving you guys with this week let's all be why not people um let's help people along the way and along their journeys all right that wraps up the show this week jackie thank you for thank you for coming on once again you can follow her at nc runner jackie on instagram um and I would highly suggest you do that because uh, she's awesome, super cool. Not only uh, ultra runner, but also a mom. And just to shout out all the parents out there, um, it's th that's difficult in its own right. Then you add on ultra running and you add on all this other stuff, uh, you add on work, all that. So um, it's, it truly is um, 
awesome what Jackie has been able to accomplish and going out and doing trans Rockies is so cool. That race sounds cool. Um, you know, and you know, I'm, you're traveling through some beautiful, beautiful land out here. So yeah. All right. We'll get back at you next week. See ya.